welcome to the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, yoga teacher. You are needed now more than ever, and your unique voice, message, and offering needs to be shared with the world. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things related to teaching yoga to help you thrive doing what you love most, teaching yoga. So let's dive in. This episode is part two of the Abundance and Money Mindset episode. So if you have not listened to part one, I recommend going back an episode, checking out part one, which I covered abundance versus scarcity thinking and common money blocks, and then come back to this episode as I dive into 10 steps to take to shift into an abundance money mindset. People with an abundance mindset are creators, not reactors. So really let that hit you. People with an abundance mindset are creators, not reactors. And those with a scarcity mindset wait for things to happen. And then they react because something happened that they didn't create, they didn't choose. So you are the creator of your life. So take a moment to ask yourself this question and to genuinely, honestly answer it. Am I truly designing my life? Or is life just happening to me? Am I truly designing my life? Or is life just happening to me? So the people that get really upset because life is just happening to them, typically they're in the scarcity mindset. They have no sense of connection and awareness. And I don't say this to judge. I just say that there's just hasn't been an awareness yet to understand that we can actually create a reality. So when things happen, When you get this huge uh, unexpected bill or something happens and you have to pay X amount and it throws you off, right? So we are the creator of our reality and that's the truth. When you ask yourself that question, am I truly designing my life or is life just happening to me? What's your answer? And be really honest. And sometimes it might look like in certain areas I create and then in other areas, it just happens. Now I want to go into, I've got 10 simple steps to take to shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance money mindset. Step number one is to get brutally honest with yourself and create awareness around your money blocks and your money story. So where did your money story come from? How is it showing up for you in your life? You can look at growing up and how money showed up in your family and your parents. And I'll say personally, as a teen, as a child growing up and watching my parents, my mom, my parents are divorced at this point, but my mom was easier to spend. She enjoyed spending. She didn't hold on to money as much as my dad. But the other thing is she spent so much to the point where she actually didn't have much money. And then I look at my dad and he was the complete opposite. He saved so much. He was very frugal. He is. No, it's okay. Both are good. I don't judge, but I looked at the at both of them and I said, okay, I need to meet somewhere in the middle. I need to be okay with uh, spending and investing into myself and paying, paying my bills. I need to feel comfortable with that. And I also want to save. So I like kind of met in the middle of my parents, but it took a while because I ended up with my mom's money story because that's who I grew up with and I lived with. So her money story became mine until I realized that I could recreate my own my own money story so my money story used to be one of lack of there's not enough it's hard to make money it's we live paycheck 
by paycheck. It was, you know, this place of money is hard to find and it's hard to keep until I started to rewrite my story and, and bust through different beliefs I had. So that's for you. And I would recommend journaling, writing down or just reflecting, looking back. Maybe you do have awareness, maybe not. But that's step number one. You can't get anywhere until you understand where you've been. Step number two is to watch the language you use. So an example would be, I can't afford that. And then shifting that into how can I afford that? Or how can I create extra income to help me do this, to help make this happen? So that looks at solving problems, like I said earlier, solving problems instead of writing something off. So writing something off like, I can't do that. I don't have enough money, I can't do that. So then you just shut the door and it's, that's it. Versus, I really wanna do this thing, how can I make it happen? And you can get, when you want something, we are incredible. You can do anything. When you set your mind to something, you can figure it out, you can make it happen. The next one is to study money. Invest time into learning about money. Become financially literate. Just like teaching yoga, you had to learn how to teach yoga. You had to learn skills and tools that got you prepared and ready to go into the world to teach yoga. Back when I had, you know, the whole thing happened with losing the $1,500, that was the start of me becoming financially literate, understanding money, taking courses, taking classes, learning about myself and my money story so I could move in a different direction. The next one is surround yourself with people who have an abundance mindset. So look at and ask yourself, who am I hanging around? Who am I surrounding myself with? And what do they believe about money? What stories do they say? What are their money beliefs? Are they living in a space of lack mentality? Are they living in a space of abundance and that anything is possible? Again, you know, I love my parents a ton, but when I hear them and their money stories come up, if I'm in a conversation or anything like that, I now just look at it and I, I don't let it enter me because I say, that's your money story. That's not mine. If I were to bring up an idea I had that might cost a lot of money and my mom might have fear because that's her money story, but she might express herself that maybe I shouldn't do this thing because of all the money. What if I lose it? And then I just have to say, you know, I don't say it out loud all the time. I just know inside that's her money story. I'm not going to let that be mine right? Surrounding yourself with people that create a, an abundance mindset and that live with that. So another one is to use visualization to attract more money and abundance into your life. Believe it first and then you'll see it. Believe it first and then you'll see it. Visualization is one of the most powerful practices. I've been using it for years. When I do my meditation, I really do. I visualize and I get really, really clear. I visualize certain numbers that I want to attract into my life. I visualize that coming into my bank account. What's the number? I see the number in my head. I see that number in my bank account and I get crystal clear. And I got to the point now where I'm very comfortable doing that. And sure, there are numbers that scare me still. But as I've grown over the years, as I've brought in more money, it's helped me become more comfortable with larger amounts. And I think that that's also a process is getting comfortable with larger amounts, handling larger amounts. I used to be afraid of handling a large amount of money. I didn't know how to. 
So that's a learned skill. Also, you have to just say, oh, I just have to learn this skill. That's all it is. Using different money affirmations. So some of mine are, I love money and money loves me. I am worthy of success and abundance. Money flows in and out of my life with ease. And I love that one. Money flows in and out of my life with ease because I am grateful now that I have the money to pay other people, to pay my bills with. So that's the scarier one for people is to the outward flow of energy. The outward flow of money is the scary one for people. We want that inward flow, right? We want to see money just flowing into our life, but it's scary to pay money. It's scary to invest into courses. It's scary to put down deposits. But when you can become comfortable doing that, you become comfortable in understanding the cycle of money in and out, in and out. It's a flow giving and receiving. And I think that that's a huge piece. So you have to find balance in both. Hey, yoga teacher. If you're running a yoga business or you're just beginning to build your yoga business, which I know many of you are, definitely listen in. I just launched an online course and training for yoga teachers called Grow Your Yoga Business by Niching Down. Why is it even important to have a niche as a yoga teacher and yoga business owner, or as I like to say, a yogipreneur? Are you trying to grow your private client business? Stuck in the studio, gym grind, teaching 15 to 25 yoga classes per week, which I used to be stuck in. Are you wanting to grow your income beyond $25 to $40 per class? Trying to become a full-time yoga teacher while working a part-time job in the meantime? Are you wondering where and how to find private clients and students? Wanting to build an online yoga business? Spinning around wondering, what do I even post on social media? How do I create content? Wondering how to create and fill your yoga classes, your events, your trainings, your retreats? It is the first step to building your brand and business. We can't be all things to all people. If you're trying to teach and speak to everyone, you end up speaking to no one. You end up blurring into the giant sea of yoga teachers without standing out, without sharing your unique voice and message. This online workshop is seriously incredible and it's jam-packed with content to help you gain clarity on what your yoga niche is, who your ideal client is, and you'll learn how to create content with clear messaging so you attract the right people into your business along with so much more. I really appreciate all of you who support and listen in to the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast and I'd love to offer you a discount code to receive $10 off this course. Just simply use the coupon code YTCPodcast at the checkout. So I hope you'll join me and if you're ready to jump in you can find the course on my website at taylorrayyoga.com under Niche Yoga Biz Workshop. Now back to the episode. That goes into the next one, which is to feel genuine gratitude every single time that you spend money instead of worrying or allowing your spending to spiral you into fear or lack. So you might have the thought, you might have the reaction, say, for example, you put down $5,000 or doing this huge training or course or mentoring program. So you put $5,000 down. That's a scary amount for some people. Some it might not be. But if it is scary for you and you put down $5,000 and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? That's a big chunk of money. Is it going to come back? What if I did the wrong thing? Like it can spiral you. So instead, yes, recognize that you have these thoughts and then say, okay, 
but you're also not true. So you work through them. You don't let them hold you back. The next one is don't be scared to write down a number that you want to make, whether that's in the year, whether that's from a client, whether that's from an event or a class or anything else that you're doing and creating in your business. Get crystal clear on how much you want to make. If you're not clear on what you want, you're not going to get what you want. You're going to put out an energy that's like, well, whatever happens, happens. But the universe isn't going to be able to respond because you haven't given clarity. So you can write it down. You can visualize it. You can say it out loud. And then ask yourself this question once you have clarity around it. What am I really afraid of when I think about making this amount? For example, if I want to make six figures plus from my business and then that number scares me or you or maybe someone else is feeling this way, then you look at, well, what am I afraid of? What comes with that number that scares me? Is it the responsibility? Is it losing it? Is it maintaining it? Is it not feeling capable? There's always something under it. So you have to really look deeper. What's the piece under? Number 10, the 10th step is, I think the most, one of the most important ones is to invest into yourself. Investing into yourself can be the most profitable thing you actually do for yourself in your business. So that might sound odd. Well, wait a minute, but I'm spending so much money. How is that going to be the most profitable thing? Well, because you're investing money to grow. So you can't expect money to flow into your life or have your students or your clients pay you what you're asking for if you yourself don't invest and spend that same money. So if I want people down the road, say that I want to charge $5,000. This is just an example. If I want to charge $5,000 for a program, well, I got to be okay spending that on myself too. If I'm too afraid to spend $5,000 on myself for something to help me grow, how can I expect someone to pay me that down the road? And that's the same, you know, and I'll give you a real life example for a 200 hour yoga teacher training program. I personally went through two of them myself. I invested $2,500 to $3,000 in each one. I went through a 300-hour teacher training myself. I invested, you know, that was, I'll be super upfront with you. That was terrifying because I went to Thailand for it. It was a month-long immersion. And the entirety of that was about $10,000. And that was a very, very scary number at the time. Again, I knew though, well, I, I want to do this. This is my career. I believe in myself that I'm going to, the investment is going to come back, the return on investment. And the funny thing that happened was, and this is what really showed me once I really experienced it, that was the year when I went to my 300 hour. I also traveled the most. Like I did like a six week Euro trip. I spent the most money I've ever spent in one year period. And then the next year, my income tripled. That's where I know this is truth. I invested more than I ever did in myself. And I, with action, I'm not going to just say, you know, money's just going to flow into your life without the action behind it. Because that's the biggest piece as well, is aligned action. But the next year, like I said, I tripled my income with aligned action. And I realized, holy shit, this works actually. What people say, like this works. And again, you know, you can't expect your students or your clients to pay you something that you're asking for if you're too afraid to pay it yourself. 
And that's where we come into, that's the outward flow of energy, trusting the outward flow of energy and that it will come back. It will come back. And that can go into, if you're not necessarily ready to invest financially in yourself yet, maybe it'll, maybe it's next year for you but you want to start to play with the outward flow of energy, that's where you can also do it in other ways. So you can start with service. You can start serving and giving to those around you, whether that's your time or your love, your certain skill sets and expertise. Maybe you give away content, maybe you give away value, or you can simply buy someone at the coffee shop in line behind you a coffee. Just getting into this flow of outward energy. Maybe you buy a homeless person a hot meal. So just really stepping into this idea of not being afraid to give and trusting that it will always come back to you times more. It'll always come back to you times so much more. And when you do this, I really want you to notice what happens in your life when you trust the outward flow of energy or money. And it might not come back in an obvious way. Maybe it's a year later. Maybe it's five years later. So the other thing is we have to learn to be patient. And that's probably one of the hardest pieces is actually being patient. Because we want what we want and we want it now. That's just humans. We want what we want and we want it now. So trusting the process and being patient. What is the most important piece to all of this? Everything I just talked about, it's all great. It's all helpful. Those are some great steps, great tools, great awareness. But what's the most important piece to all of this? Is it all comes down to believing that you're worthy, that you're capable of all the abundance and success that you desire. So I'll say that one more time. It comes down to believing that you're worthy and you're capable of all the success and abundance that you desire. That's the hardest piece. And that's a big piece to work through. This is one of my favorite quotes by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So what direction do you want to take it? Can or can't? You're going to make it your reality. Your thoughts become your reality. No one will value you more than you value yourself. So that's true. No one will value you more than you value yourself. You can take all of the right steps. You can learn all of the right tools. You can implement everything I just shared. But if you don't truly believe in yourself and that you're worthy, that you're capable, that you can do this, you'll somehow self-sabotage what you're bringing into your life. And you can stay stuck in this cycle. So that's unconscious or conscious self-sabotage. It might happen without you even realizing it. Because deep down, you might have this limiting belief that you hold on to as truth, that you are not capable, that you are not worthy. But you are. We all are. No one has special power or magic. It's just the people that reach it or create what they want. I don't even want to say reach it because everyone's goal is different. So your success is different than my success, your idea of it. But whatever you want, it's 100% possible. You just have to believe in yourself and step into fear. So again, I say be patient with yourself because recreating your money story is big. It's hard work. Learning to love and accept yourself exactly as you are and working through your limiting beliefs that keep you playing safe, that keep you playing small, that keep you in your comfort zone takes time. It takes showing up for yourself consistently every single day. And that's not easy. That's hard. I get it. That's hard work. Showing up for yourself every single day. 
This is such a powerful topic and conversation for every single human in the world, but especially yoga teachers. It's, you know, it's part of my mission to help yoga teachers thrive doing what they do. And that also means abundance. That means money. That means actually earning the income that you deserve and that you desire. You are worthy, you are capable, and you deserve to create the abundance that you desire in your life. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'd love to stay connected with you in between episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Ray Yoga and join the free private Yoga Teacher Circle Facebook group, which is full of some pretty awesome and badass yoga teachers. 